0: Welcome back to Bu with Bu. Have you ever heard of the "I got it" syndrome? Well, in this episode, Brian explores how people get complacent once they reach a certain level of success, and how it's harder to stay at the top than it is to get to the top. How many of you want to really build a business? I would say that the number one art for building the business um, is being able to constantly, consistently connect people within their first 90 days and integrate them into the company the community the urgency the belief um you know in doing it more than just yourself i learned a term today that i'm going to share with you guys and it came from josh rapkin it's the i got it syndrome sometimes When you've been around for two or three years, just like anything in life, we become complacent and we think, oh, we fucking got this. And we lose sight of the fundamentals, right? We lose sight of like the little things that make the biggest difference in the world. That's why I call it the art. And now all of a sudden, Katie Rollins, because she's been here for 25 years, um, (laughs) now she's like, well, I got it. So the things that maybe in her first year to two years that were intangibles where she would connect with Dana and made sure that Dana showed up here and brought you know some of her friends and there was a different level of energy of urgency of getting Dana here now all of a sudden or maybe connecting them with the company or me or Blake or whoever it might be now it's like well I got it or Dana's got it right cuz Dana's been around a while she knows the the play but the unique dynamic is in the intangible of different temperaments talents and convictions In utilizing that push pull of the team, there's just a there's an there's a different dynamic when even though Dana might say it to you over and over and over again. But then all of a sudden you meet Blake and you hear from Blake, it's like, ah, and then I come in from a completely different angle because Blake and I are completely different personalities. We might say the same shit, but you're going to internalize it differently. Does that make sense? And his perspective on the same lesson might be different than mine because he has a different set of experiences, which leads to wisdom than I do. And the reality of it is, though, is that your business is only as good as the new people that are you're your leading and growing up. Your business is only as good as the new customers you're engaging and bringing in and making them raving fans, right? So it's, it's like if we have any sports fans, it's like you're only as good as your last – game or the current game you're playing in, right? We can't just constantly live in the past or rest on the morals. Like Katie and I were just talking just conceptually, like, okay, here's where we are. How do we go to another level? And the reality of it is is that I can't expect the same thing out of Katie as I did five, six, seven years ago. Why? She's a different person than she was then. So. She has a different skill set. She has a different energy. She has a different she's in a different season of her life. You know, it's kinda like the boxer. If you all watch anybody watch boxing or UFC in, in the room? Okay, so toughest sport in the world to hold a title because the margin of error is so thin, which means the talent is so evenly matched. It's a game that if you drop your guard for a millisecond, it could be lights out, right? Yeah. Does that make sense to you all? So for me, the person that climbs isn't just the most skilled because the talent level is very equally at that level, the top ten, right, the top five. In that sport, there's so many dynamics to it, the margin of error is this, this milliseconds. I mean, it's tiny. So who wins? I believe it's always the hungriest has the edge. So... I will take the person that's climbing the rope to get to the title because once you have that title, you have to tap into something different than you've ever tapped into to keep it. You have to work twice as hard, and you have to find a way to tap into that hunger, that edge. Now, you have different wisdom, so lower-level talent, you're going to dominate because you have confidence, strength, wisdom. But Michael Jordan was always able to stay hungrier than everyone on the court, even at his height he was the hungriest on the court I mean he was a fucking killer Michael Jordan was I think you all like there's a guy named Roger Berkman here in town he played basketball in 1980 for University of Louisville they won a national championship he went on and played in the NBA so afterwards I'm coming up I'm playing basketball I'm a little kid 10 years old 11 years old and I go to his basketball camp the Roger Berkman basketball camp and my dad after a small camp you know, a bunch of kids. My dad after takes me up and like you got to understand, I ate, slept, breathed, dreamed basketball. That's all I did. And he takes me up to Roger and and he goes, Roger, how is it playing in the NBA? He goes, Oh, I mean, it's tough. I mean, you know, everyone is talented. Like everyone is as good as you. My dad goes, well, What's it take to stay there? He goes, Well, making it is a lot easier. Making it to the NBA is a lot easier than staying in the NBA. He goes, but what I found is you have to be mean. I mean, you have to be willing to smack your mom in the face to win. Like, you don't let anybody beat you. Now, he didn't mean that literally, but what he meant is you have to be a killer. Like, you have to be so hungry that you want to dominate at such a level that you want to, That that's how bad you want it. And that's the way Michael Jordan was, right? Michael Jordan, like, if you talk about the people that even played with him, were halfway intimidated. So I see this meme, and it's Kobe Bryant talking, and Kobe Bryant says, you know, when he's a rookie, some of the veterans were saying they were getting ready to play Michael Jordan. They said, whatever you do, don't look him in the eye. Just don't look him in the eye. And Kobe goes, I thought to myself, well, why, why wouldn't I do that? Because, see... When you see someone that has that level of focus and that level of tenacity, that shark, that killer, that lion, that scares the shit out of most people, right? So the minute what they're saying, you look him in the eye, he's going to dominate you because you know that he's willing to do whatever, whatever it takes to win. And Kobe goes, but they didn't realize it. That was me too. I had that in me too. And that's why Kobe became Kobe, right? Because the level of talent there in that league, is so what gives that person the edge? Now, I'm not saying you have to be a killer in the room, but I'm saying that there's a level of energy that you have to find. And it's not the energy of the seasoned veteran, right? They don't have that raw instinct of willing to stay up till four in the morning, not saying that Katie wouldn't. But she has a different level of contentment that she did when she first got started, a different level of hunger. Now she can win with finesse. So then later on, if you listen to Michael Jordan, he talks in The Last Dance, he talks about, in his older age, he didn't have the physicality. He didn't have the, he still had the desire to dominate and win. He goes, but I did it through my, my what? Wisdom. I did it through just knowing how to beat him without having to out-talent them, right? Because he's older. And so I think that this is for whoever's receiving this lesson. It's a lesson that I'm speaking for myself because as a company, you know, we have got to a billion dollars as quick as any company in the world. I mean, it's been very, very fast. So as a company, how do we go to the next level? You know, and if our business, yes, it's about ketones, but it's truly driven by people, then we have to realize the individuals that are going to drive it exponentially are the killers, Right now, what's going to keep us long term is the ones that want to make a difference, the ones that want to glue in, the ones that don't need the dollar. And you need you need everyone to make up a community. You need a whole tribe, and that's why championship teams are made up of Stephon Curry. He's the killer. Game was on the line the other night. He doubled down. He scores forty three points. They could not beat him. The Celtics could. He made sure. But guess what? He also had people that were only thing they were doing was rebounding or grabbing the ball, you know, or defending. And he needed those individuals, so you you have to have a makeup. And I think one of the missing arts of our business, sometimes because of COVID or the lack of events, is like really being able to identify where people are at, meeting them at the, where their, their needs are, but also using the rest of the team to who is the next up and comer, who's the next person that's going to have a million dollar run, who really wants it, by the way, you don't have to want to make a million dollars to be wildly successful and fulfilled with our company and make a major, major impact, okay? So I don't want to alienate anyone or scare the shit out of you thinking that you have to because there's quite frankly people in the room that they don't want it, they don't care, they don't believe that they can do it, and that's great. Maybe one day you will, maybe, maybe you won't. However the new people that are coming in the first 90 days, it's important to identify what role they want to play, where they're at, and and who has that desire, but they just need a little belief. They just need to realize that they can do it. They need to realize that they're just like Katie was when Katie got started, right? Does that make sense? I'm saying that as a lesson is like, in the next six months, what we should do as a community is really identify, when people get going, how can we get them integrated, not just to a Zoom call, or to our TikTok, or you know, like I call that tactical training. And yes, you have to have that, but that without mindset and heart and the the transference of conviction and energy is nothing. My dad used to have a little thing on the the top of his office door, and it said, "Knowledge is power, but enthusiasm flips the switch." The reason I always talk about mindset way over tactics, not that tactics aren't important. Because if you don't have that enthusiasm, that conviction, that passion, that killer instinct, if you're not that lion, will look another lion in the eye. But every other animal scared to death will look a lion in the eye. Thanks for listening to this episode of BU with BU. Please rate, review, and subscribe. For more content from Brian, connect with him on social at Brian Undy or shoot him a text at 502-221-9798. You can also visit his website, brianunderwood.com.